Welcome to the Dynasty Think Tank. I am Chad Parsons. He is Jordan McNamara, and we share our research, experience, and acumen to build dynasty winners and unlock ceiling outcomes. Now is the time to seek elite results. Big three thoughts for the week, and we have to start with Aaron Rodgers. Torn Achilles, and this is one that career-altering for a player near 40. Big expectations for Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, the Jets. So the Jets are are saying, what do we do now? Uh, Dynasty teams contending, what do we do now? And frankly, there's some moves to make in the Dynasty uh, marketplace of trading as well. So a lot of ripples here for the giant wave that was Aaron Rodgers' season-ending injury. Yeah, I mean, you and I talked about this on the on the after hour show, which we actually recorded before this uh, for Patreon. So go ahead and check that out. I mean, I think this is a very unique uh, week because you're going to get a lot of teams that were contending teams with Rogers that have contending pieces. And you look at the trade baits that are going up almost universally. They're Aaron Rodgers teams. So I think you have to be in, right? This is a moment where you've got to be, you've got to be aggressive, right? You've got, you have the ability to get star players, right? Top 30 assets uh, right now because of the Aaron Rodgers injury for those players that, that are on teams that, that now the GMs want to reset. Um, If it was me, I would try, if I had Aaron Rodgers and I had a contending team, I wouldn't capitulate. I would figure out another solution, right? I mean, Geno Smith, right? Try and buy low on somebody, right? Buy low on Dak Prescott, right? Figure out a solution. You were going to need a solution anyways, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is is 30, what, 38, 39 years old. You're going to need a solution here at some point. Figure out the solution. I mean, you know, necessity is the mother of invention, right? This is the time you got to kind of do it. So that would sort of be my thought there if I had Rodgers. But if if people are, are in the business of... Uh, wanting to sell contending players because they want to rebuild, right? Now's the time to pounce on that. What's your What's your line on buying Aaron Rodgers? I've I mean, seen him go for thirds today. Yeah, I mean that's probably right. I mean, the problem is if it's a twenty eight, you know, twenty five, twenty eight man league without an IR, right? You gotta you're right. gonna eat that for an entire year, right? Um, so that that's that's a difference there, right? I mean, if he's if you're paying a third and you can stash him on IR and not count a roster spot, I'd probably do that. Um, but if I have to play 28, man, right. That those rosters get cramped come buys and you're, you're going to be kind of giving up that flexibility. I'm not sure how much more he costs. And I mean, is he worth a, what's he worth a second in the off season? Right. You know, so that, that value of that roster spot does matter. So, um, I, again, like I, I would be, um, probably not wanting to do that unless I had the actual, uh, IR eligibility. Yeah. And make sure you're poking. Dak Prescott could be available for a naked future first, you know, or some equivalency thereof after a slow week one. And we always talked, you know, something we mentioned on the premium uh, premium side of Dynasty Think Tank is that, you know, if, if some player had a depressed profile narrative in the offseason and then they come out and don't have the the right week one, that's going to only exacerbate and amplify that uh, that take, you know, and it might include the the team that owns him. So just be open to that. Uh, also same game, Brees Hall didn't know how much he was going to play. Turned out, you know, he played only 17 snaps. Uh, he was behind in terms of routes to Michael Carter. Dalvin cook was the starter, but Brees Hall flashed. I mean, I think that was about the best case scenario you could have hoped for week one for Brees Hall. And it's going to be a ramp up, you know, it's not going to be some instantaneous next week. He's the one a, but positive signs there for Brees Hall. And he's one that we saw Javante Williams play pretty much no restrictions. Brees Hall, 
limited snaps, uh, but he's on his way to returning here as long as he can avoid a cascade or an injury getting returned to full play. So I'm get run down on that long run uh, as well. That probably doesn't happen if he's full go, which will be later on this season. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good sign. I didn't want to see it against the Bills, when, which was absolutely turned out to be just a, a horror show of a game. Um, I was trying to explain it to my wife. She's like, "So what happened?" I was like, "You, I can't even. You would have had to live it to to appreciate it." <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's a good sign, right? I was a little bit cautious. I think the market was super aggressive and kind of expected this. Um, I wasn't really expecting this. I mean, PFF has him for an expected rushing yards of 41. He had 127. So, <laughs> <let's>... <laughs> yeah. so that's uh, that's a lot, um, a lot different. Ran five routes in the game. Again, Delvin Cook had 13. Michael Carter had nine. So, uh, again, they're going to slowly move him back in. Right? I'm not sure you're going to get the cavernous runways that are going to allow him to have three times as many rushing yards as expectation. So, caution there um but it's good to see him back again i don't think he's at full steam because i don't think he gets run down when he's healthy yeah i think the the three interesting guys just to see you know how insulated do they get how high do they go in terms of market value but also what people are thinking with dynasty rankings and all of that is Bijan robinson uh, we'll see how Brees Hall develops over this year, year as as two of the young guns, and you have Jameer White, uh, Jameer Gibbs as well. So uh, you have those three guys, just in terms of how much do they pop and how quickly this season, and how does that define the early part of a relatively old running back position when you look at so many guys in the back half of their productive prime. So Brees Hall is one of those names that again, if he was going to running back two, running back three prices, you had a lot of optionality in the off season, and he still has a long way to go to get all the way there be the clear-cut starter dalvin cook probably has to be out of the the picture entirely because there's probably going to be a bigger split there than if dalvin cook were not so just keep that in mind as we go through this season that Brees hall could be more of a future cast as opposed to someone that can be a true impact player uh at least for the the short term in the season now finally again uh, that's positive news but jk dobbins you know another another douse of negative news because uh another career altering injury for JK Dobbins and just tough, you know, tough for a guy that looks so vibrant as a player at Ohio state. And he comes in as a part of a decorated class that frankly has not had the results that we've looked for of late, but in entirety with all the quality profiles that were in that class. So JK Dobbins, we always look ahead, you know, and it's, it's not callous. It's just, Hey, the machinery of the NFL and the running back position move on. Uh, but Dobbins, you want to talk about career crossroads yet again, another long extended recovery process. I've seen him being offered out for thirds, a uh, fourth plus, like people are completely bailing on Dobbins in the trade market. And then obviously that's another team that could be light at running back and seeking opportunities that as a running back heavy roster, you can maybe provide. Yeah. Lots of real ancillary moves there for him. Damian Harris for Dobbins. Give me Harris, like Zemir white for Dobbins. Like give me Zemir white with some drawn live this year on something, you know, him for Paris Campbell feels like just a complete capitulation. Like those are, those are things just from the, uh, from the data, from the AOD trade database just today. Um, I think the the thing you talked about with that draft class is is uh, maybe the the most in um, uh, illuminating thing about what how we should be careful in rookie drafts because that was a legendary class and you want to hear the top five running backs this week from that class seven touches for Clyde Edwards-Lair Jonathan Taylor on pup. 
two touches for DeAndre Swift, torn Achilles for J.K. Dobbins, 29 yards on 22 carries for Cam Akers, and he was outstapped by Kyron Williams, right? That is just life comes at you fast. Uh, and I think that that's a, you know, be careful when you're anointing classes because they perform, even the good ones, they perform at the base rate because of a lot of different factors. And that's a, that base rate on those guys is 60%. You want to know what? It ain't Acres and it ain't Dobbins that's making that 60%. It's actually A.J. Dillon, who's, who's way off the back. But that is a 60% hit rate for those guys. Doesn't feel great. Uh, and 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 it's Dylan, not Dobbins or Acres, that got him over the number there. So, um, yeah. So just sort of always be careful about those classes. Again, it's it's a bummer um, for a guy that was an injury hold in as well, right? He was a contract hold in earlier this off season, right? It's just it's a it's a bummer to see this happen to him. Yeah, and what remains? You know, we always look ahead. Now we have a clear cut runway. We'll see if you know Melvin Gordon. They brought back, and he's probably going to be activated. But I always say it's telling. You know, the fact that they have Hill on the active roster, Gus Edwards, and they say Melvin Gordon, and eh, we'll bring you back to practice squad. You know, like you can't consider him ahead. You can't consider him uh, a viable part. Do they bring in a veteran? Do they feel like a Hunt or a, a Fournette is, is notable for them? Uh, but right now, I mean. I have, I have just a still the slight edge over Gus Edwards. The main thing is he's still out there in a few leagues. There's uh, obviously heavy roster ship. If you've been listening to either one of us um, over the last month or so, just with the ambiguity of JK Dobbins, not specifically, you know, for this injury or anything, but just a guy coming back and we need to see it before we believe it for a uh, more extended stretch of time. Well, now justice Hill, Gus Edwards are the notable pieces left. Uh, and this is an offense that's officially interesting. You know, we'll see how it goes with uh, the passing game. Uh, Mark Andrews should be back shortly. Uh, but these running backs uh, with Lamar Jackson coming out the back door, uh, there's efficiency to be had. And Justice Hill, again, uh, and Gus Edwards, either one of them could be someone that elevate to uh, to not must start, but but highly interesting start on a weekly basis. Yeah, this week, if you've got them, I, I might be careful. Uh, just the snap share report here for those guys this week. 19 snaps for Hill, uh, 15 for Edwards, 7 routes for Hill, 5 for Edwards, and 8 carries apiece. So pretty pretty 50-50 down the line. We'll see how that changes. Again, there's some there's some Dobbins work in there that probably wasn't you know fully allotted to, to guys as well. So, um, yeah, so I, that's going to be an interesting spot to watch again. I, I we talked about this in the premium side today as well about uh, about start rate and the effectiveness of that. Right? That'll that'll really help you, I think, decipher some of these things with these guys, especially early on this uh, this this uh, this week. Absolutely, uh, we got three dynasty trades, instructive ones to go over this week. First one in superflex, Terry McLaurin and a twenty four second for Brock Purdy. Is this a way to go about bolstering your your quarterback core, or is this a decent exit on Brock Purdy? Another guy we talked about on the premium side this week, right? Uh, Brock Purdy. Uh, I think people are low on him. I, I kind of said he was, you know, he was in that twenty to twenty five sort of range of quarterbacks, and I said he will not be there next year. He's either going to be a top fifteen guy, or he's going to be outside the top thirty five, right? And he's not going to be there. Right. Whatever, whatever happens, it's not going to be him sitting there again because he's either going to prove himself or week one is more signs towards 15. Right. So, I mean, yeah, one checkpoint in that direction. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I do think you have to be in the, um, uh, you know, you kind of have to buy, right. Sometimes you do, you like to buy low and sell high, but there are opportunities to sell high, uh, to buy high. Right. And it's it's buying high before you're actually at the at the ceiling, right, where you haven't really gotten to um, you know how high that player is going to go. You're sort of buying on the rise. Um, I think you're doing that with Purdy. 
right? Because you, what do you get, right? You get him in a good offense, right? And he can still make mistakes, right? We've seen Garoppolo and, and frankly, Purdy's a negative uh, turnover the play rate to, to big time throw rate guy uh, as is. So is Garoppolo. It has, hasn't mattered uh, in terms of the production in that offense. And you've got like a really, really good cast there. Uh, all but two of the targets in that offense went to Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, and Christian McCaffrey, which is like everything you ever good want for a quarterback. Good right? way to live. It's a great way to live. Um, that's a really interesting spot. Again, he was a top six guy last year, a top six guy in fantasy when he started. Just just ludicrous. Um, At 22 years old. One yeah. thing I said, imagine if he had Trey Lance's pedigree. Yeah. I mean, we'd be all over this guy, right? I mean, how high would be too high for he'd this be career a top, start? He'd be a top, he'd be a top eight guy. I mean, you'd have him probably had a fields, right? I mean, you would have him sort yeah. of in that range. You'd be right? eight to ten, something like that, maybe. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, at least in the top twelve or so, mm-hmm. twelve, thirteen. Yeah, he's twenty, twenty-five, somewhere in that zone. It's wild. And the and the the thing that you see in the the part of the problem with guys that have low pedigree is the big part of their misses that they never get the opportunity to do it. Well, Brock Purdy's checked that box. The other one is that when they do get an opportunity, they play poorly. Brock Purdy's checked that box, yeah. right? He has leash a... is super tight, right? Yeah. Those two and, things. And... and he has a big leash. They said in January, he's hurt. He's our guy. If he's healthy. Absolutely. They have a huge leash. Um, I don't think, you know, the, the Darnold, the, the ghost of Sam Darnold was scaring everyone this off season. Um, the only person that he actually took the job of was Trey Lance. I, like he's drawing dead against Brock Purdy, in my opinion. Right. Like he's the he's basically the worst quarterback in the last five years. Um, Brock Purdy ain't that. Um, and so I don't. I'm he has not concerned me. And so I'm I'm interested in sort of buying on the on the rise for for Brock Purdy. Yeah, I, I think this McLaurin. No offense, he's a good but not great player, and he's in a system where they just drafted a first rounder that has shown some positive signs early on. Not a great equation for a guy that's going to now untap a new career ceiling. So I think you're given a second. I mean, McLaurin, honestly, in this type of deal and Superflex, it doesn't move the needle much. I mean, I think you got to go for Purdy. And if he keeps, if he's the week one starter next year and produces even 85% of what he was doing at the end of last year, which week one says that he is on track to do so, I think you win this deal so easily. So it's not even, and I don't think those are benchmarks that are all that daunting. All right, we got a super flex deal. Uh, Justin Fields on the move for Dak Prescott and a 24 first. I mean, the first is on the wrong side. Oh, shots fired, Jordan. <laughs> the first is on the wrong too side. Too soon? Too late? Too always? Uh, so I, I got a question for you. <laughs> As you sit here right now, Anthony Richardson or Justin Fields? Anthony Richardson. And that's not a business we're typically in at that part of the first round of, of startup drafts. But my God, Richardson's how can it game not be in his first? Here's the crazy thing. I was going over, like I looked at uh, Justin Fields versus uh, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Justin, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked at Richardson versus those three because those three are considered the projects, right? The slow starters passing wise. Richardson in his first NFL game already is in the upper band of that whole first season of what all those guys did. Like he's in the top 25% of outcomes for what he just did, where it's like that just happened. So he uh, like the, you can be negative. Like he's not going to work out neither his fields and all this stuff. It doesn't matter, but like, and and he didn't even have that great of a rushing game. And he had a top five game in his first is a tepid quarterback week. But the point is like fields is still ripe with a huge risk. 
uh, the passing stuff is not coming together and he's an elite athlete. So you should naturally be more tolerant, but man, like he's not even on Cam Newton level. And we had questions about Cam Newton, like perpetually of, and he's a guy that beat himself up like a running back and he was out of the league at a relatively young age of a quarterback. Yeah. So yeah, I think getting out of the fields business, I'm just like, how many more signs? Like I know, Again, he's going to be a top 18 quarterback pretty much every week he starts. That's a baseline for a guy that runs around. But that's not what we're talking about. Like, he's at a critical point this year. Maybe he gets another full-fledged, unquestioned, no competition shot next year. But that's it. That's all you get. If the Bears stink this year, they're going to be up high in a quarterback class. Yeah. They pass this year. I don't think they pass again. Well, they passed to kick the can on on having picks for next year, right? Like they they sure, they yeah. passed in a way to give themselves flexibility. Uh, over, but they got the Oracle DJ Moore. I'm sure that's going to change. Everything. Yeah, right. He didn't break off an 80 yard uh, run pass. after the catch on. Yeah, a screen life pass. is a lot harder when you don't break a screen pass touchdown for 60 or whatever. Like exactly. who, who has more career starts left, Aaron Rodgers or Justin Fields? Oh, oh, Jordan, that is a good. What would you set the Vegas line at? What would the plus side be? Uh, I think, oh, I think the, I think That's... you're definitely, uh, the favorite would be Justin Fields. Well, Roger. Until 45. So why wouldn't Achilles have any bearing on that? Like four snaps ago, that was his take. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll go with Rogers just okay. because I mean, I, is Fields going to hang around and be a backup? This is this is the fact that we're talking about this. Oh my god, Jordan! <laughs> I'm gonna we're I'm gonna, gonna tweet canceled. this. We're gonna update this. Yeah, exactly. This. this is how podcast <laughs> so. feeds get canceled. They're like they just talked about life as a backup for Justin Fields. <laughs> You're fired. This is why we, you know this is why it's good to not have a boss. <laughs> yeah, you can say things like that. It's right. not in print. It's a little harder to, for people to grab it. <laughs> All right, uh, we got one more here. One quarterback, Michael Thomas, friend of the show, Michael Thomas, Puka Nakua. And Khalil Herbert for Drake London and Tajay Spears. The, I'm testing the, your Michael Thomas love. The buy window is going to be wide open on Drake London this year, right? And for a I, while, it, right? I mean, I mean, how how long and like how far down how does it go? Like how far? How, how low? Yeah, I mean, how, like how much? Like Drake London is tough, right? Because. I think one thing I said to you on a premium show or something tonight, it it blends together was we know he's good. Like it's not a question of is Drake London good. It's how much does this situation stink and how long until it changes. Right. Right. Lord help us. If Atlanta is actually successful game wise, division wise, getting to the playoffs, any of these things, because why would they change? Right. It's the type of team that if you make your, your alive, a live draw and you get to the playoffs, you're like, Oh, we're close. We're close. They're not going to change quarterback. They're not going to change DNA. We just need to be a little better. A little better. Maybe we'll win 12 games next year. Maybe we'll get to the championship game. That would be the worst case scenario for Drake London. God, he's good. That would be. He is good. He is good. He's good. But you know what? Like, the more I like, I had a couple chances to draft him. I was like, in startup drafts, I was like, this is kind of the point. Like, and I, I went a different way because I was like, I don't think this season goes well. Like, I don't think he has top 12 outs this year. Right. Christian Watson has top 12 outs. Sure. Like, I mean, seeing week one, I mean, seeing Jordan Love in week one, Christian Watson definitely has top 12 outs. Well, let's just, let's just take a step back. Let's just pretend the last 72 hours hasn't happened. 
And it's, let's say it's Friday before week one. And this, yeah. the Michael Thomas, Puka Nakua, and Khalil Herbert are offered to Drake London uh, for Drake London and Tajay Spears. The yeah. Drake London, Tajay Spears side is laughing at the Michael yeah. Thomas, Puka Nakua, and, and Khalil Herbert, laughing at them. Yeah. Okay. So I think when, when you have one week change so much, right, that is the wrong process. So, that, so it's London and Spears. It doesn't feel great. Um, but I think like if you do that again, dynasty to me isn't particularly hard. It's a pattern recognition thing. When these patterns present themselves, if you go in the higher odds direction, which is the Drake London side, if you just do that every time, you're going to be ahead, right? You're going to be profitable. And this is one of those situations where you got to not overthink stuff, right? Don't do stupid things. And it would be stupid things um, to sort of go the other side of this, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, again, you don't just walk in and be a top 10 pick and two yards per route run as a rookie. Um, that's not commonplace to find. And yeah, to, to swing it because I mean, Herbert may not keep the job all year and Puka Nakua day three guy. And again, really interesting to kind of look at him through the lens of he did what in his first game, you know, and it's relatively open, but if Stafford gets hurt, uh, cup comes back. I mean, there's a lot of ways that that goes sideways even before next year. And Michael Thomas, again, we are rooting hard for him to be as healthy as possible for as long as possible. But uh, Chris Olave is that dude, you know, and Rashid Jaheed is also a little baby dude. And they're cooking with something there in New Orleans. And Michael Thomas might be on the, you know, the third side of that. He still may be a top 36 guy. Uh, that's how good they are. But uh, again, it's a, the next time he gets hurt, this offer is not available ever again. That's it. So. I mean, I think it's a good good job of flipping Michael Thomas while healthy and getting Drake London and saying, hey, I might lose this over the next month or next eight weeks or whatever. But like you said, process and longer term vision. Big key there. All right. Uh, you have anything from Life and Dynasty this week? Lessons we can apply towards our life and future. No, I just, I mean, I think the overall thing is just don't get too, right? Don't get, don't Josh Allen this. All right. Don't get just totally panic and just, and just, just vomit balls to the other team, right? Don't do that. And I think you'll be better off. So yeah. when in doubt, would Josh yeah. Allen do this? If the answer is yes, you know, don't do that. This is like, it's like the, it's like the Dwight Schrute line from the office. He goes, you know, whenever I'm making a decision and I think, I always think to myself, would an idiot do this? And if he would, I don't do it. Right. Like that's, it's the Josh Allen test for dynasty. So if you would think about chucking balls into like triple coverage and, you know, off balance and, you know, all, all those sorts of things, you know, we used to make fun of Jimmy Garoppolo for doing that. Like, don't, you know, don't, don't do that in dynasty would be my advice. We have a new term. He shrewded it. You know, for when someone messes up, he shrewded it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And how about, you know, grind your way, you know, oh, and one, I had a few teams where it's quizzical. You know, I look at it. I was like, oh my God, I was the lowest scoring team in the league. It's one game. Mm -hmm. Points are a tiebreaker, you know, and it really takes a few weeks before it's like, oh, well, things, you know, oh, and four things are dicey, you know, to make the playoffs, not impossible, but really dicey, but you still got a few weeks before then. And no bigger, you know, outlier stuff than some of the stuff we saw with quarterbacks and game scripts and one game sample sizes out of week one. So don't fret and keep grinding. And especially with volume running back week, one's the toughest one to get, you know, and we're going to keep getting, uh, things going in our favor. And pretty soon, even if you don't have them now, you're going to be starting guys, uh, that were backups to the guys that other teams lost. So just know that 
they subtract and you add. And that's a major difference over the aggregate of three, four months of play. Uh, uh, I have a report. I have, I have uh, time to report back here. Who has more career remaining uh, starts remaining? Uh, Justin Fields, 92%. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, oh. eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, it's, it's a shut case. I guess it should have been uh, Aaron Rodgers plus 600 on that. <laughs> and then have you, I will say, like, you're you're a betting person. I don't know if this is common to all ancillary sports as you're someone to bet on bicycle racing, but um, the tennis <laughs> spreads are wild. Like, you will see minus 225 and then, like, plus, uh, you know, 400. Like, it's wild spreads that they have that the VIG is just... Hector the collector. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just just collecting just collecting that juice. Um yeah. I'm really excited about premium side of Dynasty Think Tank this week. Um over at patreon.com slash dynasty think tank. We had a live call. Um actually we have live people on the call right now. Um mm-hmm. that we had a big strategy session for an hour, submitted questions. So this is definitely something you're gonna want to be a part of. Um on a again, semi-weekly, uh, you know, every three, four weeks at the minimum here during the regular season. So you can come on, you can submit questions ahead of time. You can submit questions during the call, uh, bring your team situations, trading, all that. So we had a really fun time for an hour um, and it keeps us on our toes, keeps us limber um, as dynasty analysts. So we have that. We also have our, our pre-show talk where it's our chance to get together. You know, it's our call every week that uh, we can catch up and uh, just talk football, talk ball, talk life. And you get those as uh, separate podcasts as well. So everyone should definitely take advantage of that over at patreon.com slash think tank in addition to just supporting what we're doing. So again, I mean, we're out on our own. We're, we're making this worth our while, uh, making it a side side hustle and something that we just, again, we, as Jordan says, I mean, we've been making this call every single week for years on end and it just is in a different form now. So thank you for those that support us by listening and, and ultimately signing up at Patreon. So thanks so much for listening to Dynasty Think Tank this week. Follow us at Chad Parsons NFL and at McNamara Dynasty. Plus, we have our own Dynasty content streams at analyticsofdynasty.com and utshdynasty.com. As always, unlock your ceiling and seek elite results. 